listening to the best of shenanigans on NiagarsWaterCooler.com. So when Gronk shows up for our 69th episode, we need to make sure that no one is drinking Red Bull and vodka. I, yes. <laughs> because according to science, which we just proved is definitely right 100% of the time. <laughs> Even when it contradicts itself. Yes. Red Bull and vodka is scientifically proven to lead to bullfighting. To bullfighting? Bull yeah, I'm just saying that to see what you say. <laughs> Red Bull fighting. Olay. Yes. It's, it's scientifically proven to start fights. Mixing. What if you give it to bees? Oh, yeah. yeah that would be something, wouldn't it? Forget the I have, garden, I'm, okay, who's got Red Bull at home they can loan me? <laughs> Hell no. Nope. It's got bull cum in it. <laughs> look at the look. <laughs> no? <laughs> then why is it red? <laughs> it's not. It's actually clear. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know how y'all know that. No, no. Red Bull. <laughs> oh. <laughs> red, yeah, not bull cum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that was clarified here because it was like getting a little out there like, whoa. Tell, tell us more about Bullcombs. I don't know anymore. <laughs> That's the Southern guy. <laughs> Probably inseminated a few bitches. <laughs> you, don't, you don't got any horns. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the last either. Nope. I hear it generally about once or twice a month. <laughs> Well, you're that much closer to your quota. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. So this story about Red Bull and vodka, it says, you know, how w- a lot of people who go out for a night of drinking, They test this with yeah. fish? And then they implanted it in a South American woman. Who promptly took off all their clothes and moved to South America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ate a bunch of bananas. Ate 20 bananas in a yeah. sitting. The fish exposed to both alcohol and taurine displayed more risky behavior, a.k.a. spending longer time in areas where they might be at risk from predators, and they had fewer social interactions with other fish. If their fins could do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's their dorsal fin, which is perpetually up, is what it was. Yeah. Alcohol reduces our inhibitions, and in low doses can cause relaxation and euphoria. However, in higher doses, this low inhibition can cause problems with fighting or risky behavior. So this story ends by saying, so the next time you're in the middle of an unavoidably long drinking session, like a wedding, it might be wise to think twice before ordering that one-two punch. Why? Do they need to test it in, like, chimpanzees at the zoo? Or mice, you know? Why mice? Or know, animal testing. Chimpanzees would be more fun. More fun. They test it every weekend on bros. <laughs> <laughs> What's that shit? It's Red Bull and Jägermeister. Jäger bombs. Jäger bombs. Jäger bombs. Do, do, do they do the same thing? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Alcohol and stimulant. The whole point of alcohol is that it makes you sleepy. So when you turn into an asshole, you also fall asleep. So you're not an asshole for that long. <laughs> but when you drink it with a Red Bull or uh, what's that? Four Locos. Was, oh, the Four Loco. Yeah. The, Cocaine. In it a can. keeps you awake through the asshole period. So <laughs> I don't turn into an asshole when I drink. I turn into a lover. You see, the alcohol is making you think that, but actually you're just stumbling around assaulting people. <laughs> oh. Like, hey, I love you, man. I Get love off you, me. man. Get off me. Dude, you reek like a brewery. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wasn't a compliment. <laughs> it's shenanigans. Boxers versus briefs, the age-old question. Yeah, I don't think this is a new discussion, but it puts an interesting spin on it. It's another story that is backed by science, though. Yeah. It's not new science, science. either. Basically, it says that you should wear air-conditioned underwear. Pretty it's much. 
Yeah, boxers are for guys who want to stay fertile, and briefs are for those of us who just want our boys to have a home. (laughs) (laughs) I stole that from Seinfeld, but it's still a great line. I'll, I'll throw in another line from a sitcom. This one's from Family Matters, of all things. At one point, there was an episode, I think, where uh, Laura had to dress up as a guy to try to prove a point. I don't remember the I whole... I remember that. She what? wore a mustache. Did no, she? I don't know why I remember that. Isn't she and, always dressed up as a guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> and She's the one that wears a t-shirt and a toque all the time, right? No. Her family? What? I think the daughter? You, you got your shows mixed up. Do I? Yeah. Maybe it was in the very like last season when she was... I don't know what kind of phase she was going through, but most of the time, she looked very much like a lady. Oh, you're thinking family guy. Versus Family, family matters, matters. matters. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah, at one point, Laura dresses up as a guy, and Urkel and her brother, uh, Eddie, Eddie are trying to tell her how to walk. And, whatever she, and she finally goes over to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she goes over and says, why are guys always messing with their pants? And Urkel's like, we have to make sure the airplane hasn't lost the luggage. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like an Urkel line. Yeah, that sounds really, really good. <laughs> uh, it was an Urkel line. Is that the show that had the porn star in it? Yes. yes. Jamie Foxworth. The she daughter, wasn't at the, the daughter time, that disappeared. Right. She yeah. went upstairs and never came She down. had Chuck Cunningham syndrome. That's right. I'm really curious what happens when they decide that another TGAF show is got to be rebooted like they did with Fuller House. And Netflix says, where will reboot Family Matters? Are they going to reintroduce the daughter and say, where have you been? That would be something. That would be funny. Ah, yeah. just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> Which they can say on Netflix. Right. They, they couldn't have said it on uh, TGI. <laughs> TGI. No, they could not. I mean, they've already re- rebooted Fuller House. They've already rebooted Boy Meets World as Girl Meets World. So there's only like another two to go. Family ties. The next one needs to be Perfect Strangers. That show oh, was... Belky yeah. Bar Tacklemas? The best. <laughs> well, Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, so they can combine the two, and there you go. And they just... It was. The yeah. Was it? That's right. The ha- mom was the elevator operator at their... Harriet, Harriet worked yeah. for... Oh. Uh, there, yeah. That's right. And Harriet got her own spinoff? That's... Now that's weird. <laughs> yeah. And they could also somehow tie it into Die Hard. <laughs> they because could. Carl. They could. They yeah. could. Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah. Who also at one point played um, a one-off character in the TV series Chuck in one of the dumbest yet funniest scenes I've seen in TV in a long time. Was he a fat cop? Uh, he was a fat guy who was the brother of another fat guy. It was a funny scene. I'm like, is that? Holy crap. They're really milking this for all it's worth. <laughs> it was facial recognition type thing. It was, like, it was funny. The TV show Chuck by itself was great. As a- My kids started watching that. I don't know anything about it. Is it child worthy? The twins. Uh, yeah, they'll be fine. My son watched it, and he was younger than them, so yeah. If you leave that door open this time, pow, right in the kisser. Excuses. <laughs> Next on Raising Your Children Through Podcasting. <laughs> I'm just reading this article about the boxers and briefs. The paper that was published is Scrotal Hypothermia and the Infertile Man. What was Are you all right, Howie? I had a fly land on my neck. Do you want us to change the subject? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a fly. It was fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've been drinking Red Bull and vodka? No, I haven't. With no. the wasps and the brews. <laughs> Get them off me. <laughs> no, that's quite the interesting paper title. Can you imagine that being your... Uh your doctoral your thesis? thesis, yes. <laughs> How do you get that approved? How do you walk in there with a straight face and say, I'm going to do a study that's been done? I'm going to prove that my professors are dickheads. <laughs> it might go better if you're reading the thesis and you take off your clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that girl. And you're wearing boxer briefs. There you go. And say, 
I want to figure out one or the other, so I'm going to find out which one is better because this is just not right. A testicular hypothermia device, THD, a jock strap with tubes that pumped a cool liquid around, around the genitals. Don't you judge me. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine yeah. it would be very good at yeah. alleviating you know, I mean, What do they call it? Swamp ass? <laughs> alleviating swamping. Monkey butt. You know, you're rolling around, you know, you're wearing 35 pounds of body armor, 50 pounds, you know, on your back. Long sleeves, long pants, hat, gloves. And you're pretty damn hot. In heat. A hundred and some odd degree heat. Usually around 125 degrees. So somebody, you know, pushing a cool liquid through tubes over my boys is probably be invited that time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, oh, you it, can it, it will move a little for that guy. Is that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it true? No, this is a serious question. Is it true that when it gets that hot, you're hardly sweating because most of the sweat just evaporates the second it comes out? I mean, for the most part, yeah. Any exposed skin, yeah, it's evaporate right off. You know, stuff that... It's still fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's very hot. It doesn't it's matter a, if it's a dry heat. It's a dry it's, heat. It's, it's still I mean, hot. Imagine wearing... Do you want to know what it feels like? Open your oven. <laughs> Basically. Um, Diaper it, rash. Oh, my God. It, it cracks me up. People want to put baby powder down there, and I'm like, you're just making a slurry paste. Instead, for arts and crafts afterwards. Instead, please send us butt paste. (laughs) I I could not handle desert. I I don't even like it here when it's hot. Sound like George. I can't wait for May, June, July, August to end. Oh, I'll take February any day. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, I don't like the cold. Oh yeah. It's shenanigans. Let's see what they say about it. Bill and Ted the music. Bill and Ted the live action television series. When did that happen? I don't know. In 1992, a live action series featuring none of the cast from the film, Christopher Kennedy as Bill and Evan Richards as Ted. They aired seven episodes. On purpose? Apparently. (laughs) A musical based on the film is in production. A musical. What? Okay. Speaking of Bill and Ted, they were pretty stupid when it all boiled down to it. Were they not? Yes. Yes? Very. That was the point. And at the end of the second one, they both wind up with Righteous Babes. Right? Because they're rock stars. Yeah. Couldn't you see them having this issue? According to a Newsweek story, a couple could not conceive because they've been having sex the wrong way for four years. <laughs> I'm not so sure this uh, article is accurate. On Newsweek? Out of China? This is... <laughs> well, back to Bill and Ted. They, uh... No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was... Bill and Ted. So what do you mean by the wrong way? He was going in the wrong door for four <laughs> He's years. The back nine instead of the front nine. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been doing it for four years. Yeah. They've the, been doing it that way for four and years. And she didn't complain? No, <laughs> no, she did. She said it was a little painful. Chinese guy. Yeah. Oh, it. well. They, they go to the. <laughs> anywhere briefs. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they were very young. The man was 26 and the woman was 24. That's, that's not very that's not very young. old enough to know the difference. Yeah. yeah. They were healthy, but despite being married for four years, couldn't conceive. Their family was giving them a lot of stress because of it, and the results were unexpected. The uh, only film they get on their on Pornhub in China is, is Budapest Night, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. The, the, is that the, like Talladega Nights? I don't know. <laughs> that was like Back door to Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he thought you said Booty Pest. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. That's the problem. So, Should have known they're gonna procreate a whole bunch of little assholes. Well, the problem is that their parents explained to them the proper way to have sex. 
but it was in Chinese, so they didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard language, too. I don't know how many kids could... <laughs> Clearly, if you wind up having butt sex accidentally for four years. <laughs> the OB said that he discovered the couple from BGA City. I'm not pronouncing that right, I'm sure. Well, it's probably because, like, vaginal, practice, vaginal sex is probably chin woe and... Anal sex is chin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> very similar words. So, according Where does the chin come into that? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. According to the Yang Yang Evening News, <laughs> the who? <laughs> Yang Yin Yang Yin Yang. He gave the couple a sex ed handbook, and within months, the woman became pregnant. To show their appreciation, the two sent the OB a live hen and a hundred eggs as a gift. <laughs> Why? <laughs> For helping them use her eggs. I don't know. There's a cock joke in there somewhere. <laughs> it's in her ass. <laughs> Honey, grab the eggplant. <laughs> You're still doing it wrong. Wasn't wow. that guy from China too? <laughs> There's another uh, part in the story. Although China's alarming lack of sex education has been widely discussed in recent years, little progress has been made to address the problem. Today, the topic remains largely taboo in schools. In May, Chinese students at Beijing Normal University held a demonstration demanding that the government provide better sex ed. For a its protest food. or demonstration? It says demonstration. <laughs> this is how we've been doing it. <laughs> what are we doing wrong? <laughs> the protesters held signs. The signs read. Meanwhile, since he's going, damn it. Well, this is why they screwed. This is why they screwed up. Literally, the protesters held. Uh, protesters held signs reading. Adult videos cannot be our sex education. Universities must say yes to sex education, and we want to enjoy safe sex lives. That's the university shouldn't have to be worrying about it. It's a long sign. Wow. It's a long sign, especially in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Wong. <laughs> Wong also is a Chinese name. Then the article gets serious of talking about STDs and AIDS um, in China, and it says a select number of universities now have vending machines that dispense home HIV testing kits. If the vice president for the Beijing-based 21st Century Education Research... research Machines Center, alone can't solve the problem. Will you tell those guys in Britain? Because they think they're sex bots, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> no, the That's sex just, bot wouldn't help them getting pregnant either. No. <laughs> At Xiunga, students take such classes where they learn basic knowledge about safety, condom use, etc. As far as this professor of sociology knows... This is the first time most of his students have ever taken such a class. I heard they're going to name the baby Hershey. <laughs> uh, that's just... It's funny. They both know how to use an abacus, I bet. <laughs> but, but not how to fuck not, one not, properly. <laughs> not which hole to put it in. There comes a certain point where you got to figure that out. I mean, the Amish don't have sex ed classes, and there's plenty of Amish around. They have Rumspringa. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's pretty educational. I yeah. don't think they're taking that as the opportunity to go on the internet and look up how to have sex. Probably not. Nature takes its course eventually. This guy was an idiot. It's shenanigans. Internet's awesome. It can be. It could also be you extraordinarily annoying. went someplace and took pictures of that place and put them on the internet. Yes. Ergo, vicariously, I've been there too by looking at those photographs. Okay. Ergo. He said ergo. Yeah, I ergo. did. 
You yes. just raised the intellectual level of this. I apologize. <laughs> Which begs the question. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I haven't said that tonight. Have I? Well, I have not said that tonight. You'll <laughs> beg the question. Please? <laughs> it begs the question should be obvious, right? Really? <laughs> I'm, 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 trying I'm sorry to... I said anything. <laughs> Is that steam or new hair? Yes. <laughs> it's evaporating as fast as it's growing. It's shenanigans. Wow. Survival of the laziest. Is that a... Two, I, I have... Obviously, I put one up and so did Rich. We're going to live forever. We're, yeah. <laughs> I am never dying. That's right. I want to make a procrastinators club, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> Laziness is an effective survival skill. That's because you don't go out of your way to get yourself into situations where you can harm yourself. It's true. Yeah. It's true. If you just sit there and mind your own fucking business, there's a lot less trouble in life. If I walk out the door, I could be struck by lightning, run over by wild pigs. (laughs) 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 It is more likely. That would happen to me. you actually get it. And then I wouldn't be able to have a proper Jewish funeral. Oh, no. (laughs) It would not be a very kosher death. (laughs) They also say that men who stare at boobs... For an extended period of time, will lower their blood pressure, which will help them live a long time. So, I am immortal. <laughs> if you're staring at boobs, it's going to just lower your blood. Period. <laughs> Aha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking really big words that are scientific, and I'm not going to try to pronounce them. You know, good it's words. The. <laughs> New analysis of species metabolic. Why do you so much to not be able to pronounce stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that was the. I was being a smartass. Eh. To he. <laughs> Which part are you reading? The first part of this lazy thing or the second part? The second part? Well, I'm reading the second one. He didn't laziest. read that far because he's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I read the one that's under also. Okay. Maybe in the long term, the best evolutionary strategy for animals is to be lassitudinous and sluggish. There we go. Said evolutionary biologist. So, so how did we out-evolve sloths? Are you sure we I have? I don't. That's a good point. <laughs> they got, you might be onto something there. You sit around eating leaves all day. Eat shoots and leaves. <laughs> That's a great book. Great book. It's also the punchline for a really funny joke that I'm not going to bother telling now because I just ruined the punchline. <laughs> the book is about how if you don't use grammar correctly, things can be misconstrued. No, oh, yeah. So laziness. None of us were had enough gumption to actually read the article. Just read the headline. That <laughs> yeah, sounds about right for this article. <laughs> we were right. The new research showed the link between metabolic and extinction rates is most pronounced for species with a limited distribution. Metabolic rate is a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the yada yada over laziness. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Survival of the sluggish. That's it. Looking at a period of roughly 5 million years from the mid-Placeocene to the present, the researchers analyzed 299. They couldn't do one more. <laughs> you said analyzed. Yeah. They analyzed that many species. <laughs> that reminds me of something that happened on vacation. <laughs> Did you meet a Chinese couple? No. That must be why they couldn't get to 300. They were doing it wrong. Yeah. We went to this ice cream place. 
and there are all these teenagers working and his artisanal ice cream. And I go, art is anal ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy drinking the milkshake had to stop drinking his milkshake. <laughs> he found it humorous. His wife did not. <laughs> oh, my. Who's artist? <laughs> what is an eider? Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, these researchers who... Um, went over all these species metabolic rates, found the higher metabolic rates were a reliable predictor of extinction likelihood. How do they know the metabolic rate of something that's been extinct for 5 million years? I'd like to know that myself. The fact that it's sitting still, it must have had a slower (laughs) metabolic rate. This thing hasn't moved the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this one. It's been here so long, it's just bones. It's like he's got no pulse at all. (laughs) (laughs) This one's fossilized. (laughs) It's genetics. That's no unicorn. What the? F- I didn't look at this picture until now. <laughs> it's a great photograph, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! In this week's visual jokes for podcasting, so that's no unicorn. It's a donkey with a dildo on its head for a birthday party. Some little girl, apparently. Well, I shouldn't say little girl. Some child wanted a unicorn for their birthday, so they rented a donkey with a strap. <laughs> A strap-on dildo strapped to its head. <laughs> and it's called Dickhead. <laughs> Marjorie has slammed the supplier of the unicorn treats. Yeah. They didn't tell me whether that was sanitary or not. <laughs> Maybe she's just mad because the donkey didn't headbutt her. <laughs> <laughs> that only happens in China. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I would have snuck up from behind. On, it's on the back nine. <laughs> <laughs> it is an ass, you know. So. <laughs> He's just trying to go home. <laughs> no, she's mad because that's her strap on. Now it's got. <laughs> this is not what I meant, honey. But a double into donkey dildo. <laughs> now it's got donkey spit all over it. Uh huh. <laughs> Again, Red Bull. <laughs> and meanwhile, the guy who supplied the donkeys in the background going hee haw. It's genetics. I had to look at this one. Drive-in sex boxes for prostitution built by taxpayers are a wild success in Switzerland. Were you disappointed when you got to the word Switzerland? (laughs) (laughs) I was going, Lockport, Lockport. (laughs) Address, quick. What's the name of 77 May? Oh. The place doesn't even have parking. <laughs> it does in the rear. <laughs> stacked on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Watch where you put that thing. Basically like a bunch of connexes. You drive your car into it and then apparently get laid. Yeah, it's like that uh, car wash out there on transit next to the sex shop. Yes. <laughs> Why are those windows That's always steamed wash. up? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, In 2012, 52% of Zurich citizens voted in favor of the government setting aside $2 million to build in drive-in sex boxes. In a discreet area. Yeah, so discreet. Green, big signage, and neon lights. (laughs) (laughs) It comes in a plain brown wrapper. So discreet. I've been there. It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let me get some from Melania. They opened in 2013. Five years later, the city officials have deemed the project a wild success. I'm a golden member, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> gold member was a different movie. 
<laughs> Smoking a pancake. <laughs> Bong and a blintz. So I guess in 2014, they added some other structures, uh, plank beds, because some customers didn't want to stay in their cars. And motorbikes and bicycles are allowed to meet the needs of the population. Hey, will this sex box fit my tandem? <laughs> Walk-ins are encouraged. <laughs> to go to another city-sanctioned yeah. prostitution area. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't go through in a grocery cart either. <laughs> <laughs> Is that guy, was he driving down the street on his lawnmower? <laughs> Right, He's just trimming the bus. Walmart. Let's go. <laughs> this is a medically licensed scooter. Let me in. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like in Germany, you know, in the red light districts, um, the first floor is usually the ash and trash, and then the second floor of the brothel, brothel, it gets more expensive. The ladies get obviously prettier and thinner and whatnot. So, you get more drunk, or it just seems that way. I don't know, but we were we were on our way back from Afghanistan. Right? <laughs> and then on the eighth floor, it's just the gorilla. <laughs> Holding the prettiest one. <laughs> get through me. I'm going to throw <clears throat> barrels at you. If you can get through me and jump over them and hit them with a hammer, you can have her. It's The patent was originally filed back in 1998 by three men. There's a shocker. It includes the most clinical way to describe sex Please ever. read that in your broadcaster voice. <sighs> All right, hold on. An interactive virtual sexual stimulation system has one or more user interfaces. Each user interface generally comprises a computer having an input device, video camera, and transmitter. You said input. I said face. The transmitter, <laughs> is, used to, <laughs> the transmitter is used to interface the computer with one or more sexual stimulation devices, which are also located at the user interface. In accordance with the preferred embodiment, a person at a first user interface controls the stimulation device or devices located at a second user interface. The first and second user interfaces may be connected, for instance, through a website on the Internet. In another embodiment, a person at a user interface may interact with a pre-recorded video feed. The invention is implemented by software that is stored at the computer of the user interface. It's hardware. Who knows? Or at a website accessed through the Internet. Yeah, that's about as technical. For remote-controlled dildo. <laughs> it's like, here's that's the right. on switch. You stand the there. Chart. You stand here. Have fun. And there's even a diagram. Yeah, that little flow chart thing. It's pretty sweet. I almost said diaphragm, but it is a diagram. <laughs> it's a diagram with a diaphragm. How's that? What the f the diagram I'm just reading all the diagrams. If anal, yes. <laughs> will you doubt will you, will you go out with me on Friday? Check yes for no. <laughs> or whatever. Check yes for no. You check this box for yes and There's multiple photos here. There are. Wow, there's a whole lot. They have a uh, two hundred over two hundred different little flowchart boxes. So basically, in other words, everything I just said is summed up as the patent describing how to let someone at the other end get you off online. The other end, isn't that where they got that couple in China in trouble? <laughs> well, they probably read that and got confused. Kyle Machulis, possibly the world's foremost expert on teledidot teledildonics, and they use the word for, um, noted that while the patent's expiration is undoubtedly a good thing, it may not necessarily usher in a new era of digitally induced sexy fun times. <laughs> that what should be the, the name of the podcast. What's Sexy that? fun times. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one word. All one word. Not spaced. 
Not at all. Not capitalized. Craig really likes his punctuation. It's shenanigans. You see this other bride who wanted everyone to pay for a wedding for? Oh my god, this story is so fucking good. It is. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we could read the whole... We have to. It's the whole point. (laughs) Oh, this is so good. It is awesome. I mean... Made a GoFundMe page. Did she do that? No. She was charging people to come to her freaking wedding. Like $1,000 a head. $1,500 People in the wedding party she was expecting to charge. And then when people said, I'm not going to pay to go to your wedding, it was going to be one of those destination weddings. And right. she wanted to raise $60,000. Usually had $15,000. So she was charging people to go. And when it all fell through, she wrote this very long post on, I guess, Facebook. It's on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Just deriding everyone involved as being at fault when she's clearly a I don't even know how to characterize her other than moron, self-centered, arrogant asshole. That's the thrust of it. But the arrogance at which she wrote this and is clearly just oblivious to how fucking self-centered and and selfish she is. About halfway through, jumping in for a second, the couple, she and her fiancé, asked each wedding guest to contribute $1,500 to their wedding, like you said, along with a $5,000 pledge from the maid of honor and a $3,000 pledge from the groom's parents. Parentheses, quote, like, we made it clear, if you couldn't contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once and um, a lifetime party. Once and a lifetime? This She's brilliant. (laughs) She explains they were, quote, fucking livid. When only eight people RSVP'd and sent the check, her maid of honor soon backed out as well. They set up. They did set up a GoFundMe page. Two hundred fifty dollars. Oh boy! <laughs> they should have just given it to Kylie Jenner. Oh, we gotta read. We, we gotta read this. You gotta read it. You gotta read it. Dear friends, it comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of the wedding. I'll apologize for canceling only four days beforehand. Unfortunately, Mr. Wright and I have broken up <laughs> <laughs> due to some recent and irreparable problems. He wanted to go to Vegas, basically. That was the problem. She wanted to go to Fiji. We have decided to end our relationship and not go forth with any future proceedings. However, we are remaining civil and are still a team for our son. Stop. Yep. They already have a kid. Yeah. Keep reading. (laughs) (laughs) After hours of tears, mental exhaustion, and even disassociation, I have come to this decision. In one hour after posting this status, I am going to delete my Facebook. Good. Social media has caused me only paranoia and toxicity. Nope, it wasn't the it wasn't the Facebook. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I will be spending these next two months backpacking in South America, exploring. Stop. Stop. Okay. Is she without the banana her girl? Son. Without her kid? Is she the banana girl? Banana girl. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> it, I'm going nude. <laughs> Stop shaving. Going off the grid. <laughs> Except for my internet connection. Yeah. Which is powered by my body hair. (laughs) (laughs) Which reflects the sun's rays. Exploring my soul and ridding myself of toxic energy brought on by my friends and family, the ones who I thought could trust the most. Hence, I will be out of the country for all of October and November. Please don't contact me. When I'm ready, I may make a new Facebook and add friends and family that haven't fucking stabbed me in the back. How did this all come crashing down? Well, oh, please tell us. Yes. Well, I invite you all on Facebook, players, bystanders, and side characters of the people of my, in my life to take a seat and listen. You're all involved somehow. Somehow everyone is wrapped into this mess. Even if you weren't invited to my wedding, I don't care. Even if you weren't invited. <laughs> it's everyone involves fault. 
even the people who I excluded in the first place. You might hear of the drama, and I'd rather you hear it from me. I'm not asking for sympathy. I just want to tell my story. And ask for $1,500. Yeah. <laughs> Before I begin this mini novel, I invite all of you, including the cunts who have ruined my marriage and life, to put yourself in my shoes. Hang on. How can they ruin a marriage if the marriage doesn't exist? Well, okay. The marriage to be. Yeah. For once, let me take the stage and let me voice the most painful few months of my life. I don't think this is the first time she's taken the stage. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think she thinks the stage There was music. Permanently. By the third song, thing, all, all clo- bets were off. <laughs> first, things were a fairy tale. This is the blah, blah part. Skip yeah. the blah, blah. All right. Strong. Oh, I want to see how old she is. If they, was they were first. happy once upon yeah. a time. That's the short. We version. managed to save up nearly $15,000 for a wedding. Since our love was like a fairy tale, we wanted an extravagant blowout wedding, one where our son could be included. We started touring venues and were torn between two. A local psychic. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, your dead mom. Told <laughs> 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 you threw an English accent make it better. A local psychist, psychic told us to go with a more expensive option. Did I tell you I'm also a travel agent? <laughs> <laughs> and a wedding planner. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought, why the hell not? We just needed a little push. Our dream wedding amounted to $60,000, all included with flights to Aruba. All we asked for was a little help from our friends and family to make it happen. Okay. Now, at this point, if you just read the article... You might actually have room for sympathy for this woman because she hasn't really got into the really psychotic parts yet. Oh no, sixty thousand dollars is kind of expensive. Happens for weddings now. Right, it does. Not not in my house, but you know, they, just wait till Trey gets married. <laughs> it's gonna be wall to wall video games still. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be an eight bit version of Here Comes the Bride. <laughs> I'm the I'm you know Universal Life Church. Here comes there the bride. Go. Down the aisle. Here comes the bride right down the aisle. Yep. Okay. All right. So up until this point, there's still room to be sympathetic to this woman. You can still see some of her point. Yes, right. I agree with you. Although the fact that it's 60 grand to Aruba, she probably could have saved about 25 grand by going to Kokomo. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway. That's where she wants to go. Maybe She'll get there fast. Maybe she, she should have talked to you before, Howie. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm curious where my sympathy is going to go bye-bye. You're saying it's Kokomo, he's... Between shit and civil. You're, you're quoting the Beach Boys. <laughs> Kokomo. Yeah. That's so here's where it goes off the rails. I specifically, I mean specifically, asked for cash gifts. How could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without proper funding? We'd sacrifice so much and only asked each guest for around $1,500. Full stop. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically asked everyone for one of their paychecks. Yeah. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or two or five. Right. We talked to a few people who, who even promised us more to make our dream come true. My maid of honor, who shall not be named. But we probably all know who she is anyway. <laughs> pledged $5,000 along with her planning services. We tearfully thanked and accepted. My ex's family offered to contribute $3,000. So a request for $1,500 for all other guests was not a was not fucking out of the ordinary. It's still out of the ordinary. Oh, yes. Like we made it clear, if you couldn't contribute, you were invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once and a lifetime party. <laughs> <laughs> so we sent out RSVPs and only eight people replied and sent us a check. We were fucking livid. How was this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends? <laughs> little help. Yeah. It's called get a job. <laughs> <laughs> 
To uh, make matters worse, expectations. To make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer. Suddenly, more people backed out, including the cunt maid of honor, my best friend since childhood, my second family. Stop. How extravagant is this wedding that the cunt has a maid of honor? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Punctuation needs to realize this. Yes. <laughs> Uh, where's the apostrophe S there? The made of honor. <laughs> I was so shocked and tearful. To make matters worse, it was only a month before the wedding. To cancel everything would have been more than $5,000. Desperately, we, we resent... Which is three guests. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Desperately, we resent our invites and asked people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people, what is $1,000? What is $1,500? Clearly not a lot. It would be quite manageable... And within budget, <laughs> I've heard of people asking for more. We also set up a GoFundMe page. GoFundMe. That only got us $250. At this point, we were exhausted and tired. I yelled at my ex. I became unraveled. I realized my dream wedding was becoming a nightmare. Then it got worse. It's going to get worse. Sympathy at this point is uh, kind of uh, went from gone uh, maybe to no. You're, gone. you're nuts. Yeah. The, now you're going to have even less sympathy. My ex came into the room and offered to get a Vegas wedding done. I laughed in his face, but he was dead serious. He wanted those cheap, raggedy, filthy, whore-like Vegas weddings. I mean, what the fuck? Was he out of his mind? Am I some hooch piece of fucking trash, a hooker? (laughs) (laughs) Am I supposed to like the idea of getting married? (laughs) (laughs) Already got a kid. Am I supposed to like the idea of getting married in the heart of shady gamblers, alcoholics, and the get-rich-fast fallacy? Suddenly, my body began to shake as I entered a panic attack. Isn't Aruba all resorts and like free booze when you're there? I don't. If you go to Probably. places like that in the Caribbean, you're almost told in a lot of places stay on the property. Yeah. Because if you go elsewhere, you're good luck. <laughs> We're not going to look for you if you don't come back. My ex left the room and didn't apologize for his horrid suggestion. <laughs> then I called my maid of honor and cried my eyes out. Instead of sympathy, I was told that I was asking for way too much and I should stick to my budget. I mean, no words can describe it. How could someone who offered me thousands of fucking dollars then deny me my promised money then tell me to shift down my budget? She knows my fucking dream was a blowout wedding. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day and then live my life like normal. I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse of a friend and hung up. First of all, if you're a Kardashian for a day, your life is not normal. A Kardashian could afford to have this wedding without asking for money from her. That's true, (laughs) but a Kardashian's life is not normal. That's true. Then she blocked me off of all social media. Rumors swirled. I received anonymous threats. My ex stayed out later and later, feeling he even cheated. My bridesmaids climbed on the boat with my maid of honor and dissed me. They essentially told me I was crazy. They asked for their deposit back, so I said, fuck you. I refuse to give it back until they can pay me for their emotional distress. <laughs> they have emotional distress? My ex started the emotional to my, damages they took giving me. My ex started to talk to my maid of honor and gossip about me behind my back. I overheard him talking in the basement when he called me a stuck-up bitch. He's probably banging her, too. Uh, anyway, I'm exhausted. I am bone-tired. My heart is something the same. It's stone-cold, fragmented, and empty. I need to get away from this awful society. How hard would it have been to fucking donate, friends? Do I matter to you? Just fucking give me money for my wedding. I won't even sugarcoat. I won't even pretend that's not what I wanted. It was for a dream. Didn't we talk about a story about a girl who was pissed because her mother was cutting her allowance back to $10,000 a month? Yes. I think she's got a kid now. (laughs) Apparently. This is an episode of Maury Povich right here. Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Friendly reminder to you guys. Don't think you owe me. I'm cutting all of you snakes off. I'm living my life. 
on my own alone now. I only let in those I believe have good intentions. So XO, one, XO. Some guy wanna... named George Root put, if I'm the groom... <laughs> <laughs> If I'm the groom, I've disappeared and I'm in the process of changing my identity. <laughs> George would know how to do that. This guy that was going to marry this bitch dodged a bullet. A big time <laughs> bullet. Oh, yeah. He's well, the luckiest man alive. Not entirely. He does have a child with her, so. She's gone for two months. He's got plenty of time to move and change his identity. Yep. He's yeah. got $15,000 to do it with. <laughs> I like the two comments on Facebook right underneath the photo who screen caps. I have no words. You're out of your mind. And what happened to you? Who won hell? Who won hell? Who won hell? Who won hell expects that amount of money? Crazy bitches. Crazy bitches. That gives that whole Bridezilla show makes it seem tame now. Mm. <laughs> it's, I think it's right along the same vein. Man. It's horrible. It just blows my mind that the people exist with such self-entitlement. Yeah, and it's then it's insane. like her money. It's yeah. Uh, See, she said the checks. She said the checks poured in, right? Eight of them. Eight. Eight. So instead of asking for your check back, just call your bank and say, "Hey, I need I need you to void stop check payment." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the story, have a nice life, bitch. Peace. Yeah. Man, she just ruined her entire life with a Facebook post. I mean, just chopped off all of her friends, cut all of them out of her life. Seems like a. Do they give her name anywhere? A big what? A big gold digger. Yeah. At this point. Like, I just want money because I want this big blowout wedding, but I don't want to do the responsible thing and save for it myself or talk with my fiance's parents and my parents get together and maybe we all take out a loan separately. Whatever. There's ways to do it. But she did save up for it. She saved up $15,000. Which is a good wedding. It's a fantastic wedding. She could have a phenomenal wedding. It doesn't say where she lives. Did it, it, it was anywhere in there to say where no, she lives? No. All right. So we don't know whether she lives in a major metro area, you know, an affluent suburban area, a very rural area. We don't know. So we don't know what. Blue Ball, grand- Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if she's in Alabama, it's probably the wedding of the century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there might even be a full set of teeth at the reception. Oh yeah, um, you could put two of them together. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I look. I've been to. I don't know, four or five. I don't go to a lot of weddings. I've been to like, I think, four or five in the last several years. And I want to say like maybe like eight to ten years. And everybody's like, oh, we're going to do this for the wedding, and we're going to do this for the wedding, and this for the wedding. And the last couple have been really nice. But in the grand scheme of things, the wedding is a day. Work on the fucking marriage. That's the important thing. Uh, I don't know. How much do you figure you spent on your wedding? Ours was insanely cheap, my wife and I. And no... There is no backhanded religious joke oh, no, thrown in there. No, I'm just saying. Because whatever number you give, I know mine's lower. <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> it was a it was a plane ticket for my wife and I to fly back to Buffalo from Iowa. She bought the dress. Basically, it, it, I don't know, probably under two thousand dollars. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it, it, we were planning something relatively well. We were planning something bigger for several months later. But for a variety of reasons that I'm not going to get into on the podcast, basically at the end of October, my father-in-law, who was about to be my father-in-law, called up and says, why don't you guys fly back this way, get married over Thanksgiving, and all the money I was going to spend on a wedding you can have and you can go on a nice honeymoon. We're like, okay. Do you have reception? That's the expensive part. Mm -hmm. We We got married at a church in Middleport. We had our reception at the basket factory, second floor. Which Would was, you get married at St. Stephen's? No, the Universalist one. Oh, okay. And then... Uh, it's a beautiful church. Yeah. 
I moved it cross out of the way. I'm like, I got family members too. You know what? We're in a church, but it doesn't need to be overdone. So I moved to, but uh, whatever. Um, you're over decorating. <laughs> you're yeah. over decorating. Get the plus sign down. Yeah, it's too Catholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, the, the we had like a dinner, whatever afterwards at the basket factory. Like only like fifty people there, and all but I think three were family. The basket factory is a tribute to Moses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so and then uh, we we flew into town on a Tuesday night. We got our marriage license on a Wednesday. It processed that Thursday, which was Thanksgiving. We got married on a Friday, and we flew back to Des Moines on a Saturday. And then six and a half, seven months later, around the time we were supposed to get married, we went to Italy for a ten or eleven day tour the country as our honeymoon. So that was nice. A tour of Italy, like uh, at Olive Garden? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, had every, I had every last item on that menu, yes. But but uh, no, it was not a tour of Italy like in the Olive Garden. The food was much better. So it wasn't unlimited breadsticks then? It was unlimited wine. It was better. <laughs> Ours was 3000 because we did everything ourselves. She wore my mom's dress, which was... Also, the dress my grandmother wore when she got married, and my aunt wore at her wedding. So it's cat aunt. It's been no, so it's been recycled multiple times. We made our own centerpieces. Went to the liquor store and bought all the hooch. We got people to do uh, food and and serve it. And we had the wedding at St. Peter's, which is now no longer St. Peter's, and then. Uh, the wedding reception was at the Rage Corners Fire Hall, which then burned to the ground. Yep. So there's no evidence, no physical evidence whatsoever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so between going to our own church, having it at the fire hall, which my father-in-law was a member of, so we got to rent the hall for, I think it was 50 bucks, getting the ladies' auxiliary to serve the food, buying our own hooch, saved a shit ton of money. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm looking over here. He's going to... You spent a lot of money, didn't you? No? Super cheap? Well, before Vinny decides to give G- us the, the number here, I'm just back to the story that we're making front of here. Army issued wedding. <laughs> Army issued. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be married 15 years at the end of November. You guys 21. Are 21 years. What, what are we looking at for you? 20. Okay, so more than me. And 97, you do the math. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Walden, what are we looking at? 16. Yeah, so everybody, oh, we're all... All of us around this table are married between, what, 12... Uh, years. Uh, Been married 18 years. Okay, so all of us are 15 years or longer in terms of marital bliss. You know, we've never fought with our spouses at, our, at all, right? <laughs> Wait, that? we're just talking about the weddings right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let's, not, but, let's not wait into the bullshit. But, but, but the bottom line is, we're, we're going around a table, and no one spent a lot of money on crazy extravagant weddings. And That's right. Who I, do you think had the most expensive wedding here? Oh, it's definitely not me. I probably had so far, it sounds like you. Yes, it sure does. <laughs> yeah. My reception was enough. How much did yours cost then? Whatever it costs to go to the Justice of the Peace. Usually 25 or 50 bucks. Like, not even kidding. We just grabbed some clothes straight out of the closet that we already owned. Little dress, whatever. Went just in what did she wear? <laughs> well, given the fact what you're 18 years in and uh, the timing of everything, there's some sort of don't ask, don't tell joke that's in there somewhere. <laughs> so, Vinnie Klinger. 
And the floodgates of no. <laughs> I heard you're a Disney princess now. <laughs> no, it, it was whatever the just of the peace cost us. I slacks obviously. My wife, uh, she wanted to wear uh, like a pantsuit or whatever. We just went to just of the peace and got married and was like, screw it. And then we all over the United States, you know, with the army. So really, whatever. Oh, let's go here. Let's go. How'd you make that call home? Hey, guess what? I'm married. Kind of. That was basically it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, pops, what's up? I got married. Is she a hooger? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, this is me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we got we got married. Ended up spending our first nine months apart of our marriage because I was stationed at. Fort Polk in Louisiana, and she was at Fort McClellan in Alabama before it got hit by the BRAC commission. And then we got her sent to Fort Polk. That was it. <laughs> the poking commenced. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It Polk. <laughs> Polk. <laughs> and then we got pregnant when we were at Fort Knox. <laughs> oh, oh, we got pregnant, did we? <laughs> well, she, she got pregnant. Yeah. You just moved a little. Okay. <laughs> just a little it bit. just moved a little. <laughs> hey. I think I definitely had the most expensive wedding, though. I don't know what yours was. I don't know either. Was it fancy? It was, it was along the lines of riches. Yeah. Mine was expensive. Yeah. I mean, she, had a, she had a new dress, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she did have a new dress. And you guys got a limo. We did get a limo. We did not have, have a limo. A jack that was gone by the time we got from Lockport to Barker. It wasn't That's Barker. Pictures? That's where her grandfather lives. Ah. Where we had the reception. He's got like a... Okay. We, the, my, actually, the most expensive part, I thought that I was going to have to pay for My dad picked up the tab for the bar. Yeah. Because it was open bar. And so I had worked a shit ton of overtime, worked two jobs for like five months in order to save money for the, the wedding. Wendy's mom and my mom helped make the dress. And then they made all the bridesmaids dresses too. So that kept costs down. The reception was at the Barker Fire Hall, which my mom's cousin was the chief, so we didn't pay for that. Or if we did, I think it was 20 bucks, $25, something like that. The church was my family church. It was founded by my family members. I think that was the most expensive part outside of the bar. I think it was $250 for the damn church. And then the minister was, we didn't use the minister from that church. We used Wendy's family minister, but we had to be married in my family church. But then we didn't have a limo. Uh, all I did was I rented a tux. Mm-hmm. And we did our own centerpieces. We had just finger foods that we went and bought ourselves. And then uh, the women from Wendy's mom's church did all the cooking. But yep. I bet you, because of the bar bill, our wedding probably cost us about eight grand. That's still. You must have bought top shelf stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished a bottle of scotch for our wedding. It was bottom shelf stuff. And I don't care for scotch, but it had to go. It was just taking up space. <laughs> <laughs> I finally polished it off. Earlier this year, actually. It's shenanigans. So by the time we, you guys listen to this episode, it's going to be, school's going to start. And I don't know if you saw this uh, this Van Buren teacher in Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. Do you see this one? She's under investigation. She's, be, she's being probed <laughs> for operating an X-rated porn site with her husband. Whoever wrote the headline for that, or the, 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 the when you read the other articles that are up there, she was being probed for her... <laughs> Apparently, she also performs on it, too. Yes. Yes, she does. I couldn't find any videos. I went looking. What are they investigating? How much she charges for the access to the site? It is a 
ungodly amount, actually. If you want to see a video, you pay specifically for your own video, and she charges like a thousand bucks. But you're the only person who gets to see that. She's a longtime reading teacher in this district, and other teachers say she has a sterling reputation in terms of her work duties. But at night, she works on a site called Hot, Hot for, for Teachers. teachers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Vampire. Yeah, her her stage name is Beulah Ballbuster, which isn't that from Porky's? Yeah. Van Buren Township of School Officials confirmed they are looking into parent complaints about her internet porn activities. Stop for just a minute there. Think about that for a minute. Yeah, I was surfing for porn and I found my kid's teacher. I can't let my kid be around someone who looks at porn or is engaged in porn. (laughs) Like your parents? Yeah. District officials would not comment further on school personnel issues. Janik's husband, Scott, spoke to Local 4 on the phone Wednesday. He refused to allow the conversation to be recorded, but he confirmed that he, he and his wife have a website. He said he hopes more people will go to it and see it. He refused comment on whether his wife will be teaching this fall and said they are in talks with the school district about the situation. The mother of one of Janik's students took the news hard. <laughs> <laughs> From I, behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Safer that way. No. My kids, when they talked about her, really liked her, said the mother, who didn't want to be identified. But that's not okay, and I can't believe if the district knows about it, they're still allowing it. While there doesn't appear to be anything illegal about the situation, there wasn't any solace for the mother, especially with them being open about it. That's not something you should be doing when you're in the profession of being around children. The mother said if her children were to have Janik again, she would pull them. Well, there's a word out missing there from the school district, but she would pull them from the school district. Pull out. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of teachers have second jobs. I mean, (laughs) they kind of need to. You don't want her to do this. Pay the teachers the proper wage or let them do this. I mean, oh, that's true. (laughs) One guy, one guy um, with her doing this. There's a comment. There's a comment on this website uh, on this story. What's that website called? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's Ms. Beulah Ballbreaker. That's what is Ballbreaker. And he is Mr. Jasper Woodcock. She's, she's 5'8", 130 pounds with 36 triple Ds. Are you on that actual website right yeah. now? Hot for teachers? Retired principal, teacher, full-time MILF. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see where the problem is. I, this becomes, this, you know what? Is this, she advertising it in, in her classroom? No. <laughs> For just a moment here, I'm going to make it somewhat political, but bear with me. I think you'll see where I'm going. Everybody's telling all the people in the NFL, don't protest on your company dime. Do it on your own time, right? I'm wondering if this is the same person. You could turn right back in her face and be like, she's doing that. (laughs) It's not what I was looking for. Well, you know, when she takes a knee, when she takes a knee, it's different than Casper's act doing. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Or however that's pronounced, it's Kaepernick, and if Kaepernick, that's and, and if you know if there's a sack happening in football, it's much <laughs> different than, than not for teachers. Oh, she must be a quarterback because she can take a sack like you wouldn't believe. She's getting banged in the pocket around there. <laughs> <laughs> Just kneeling for a different flagpole. That's right. But seriously though, if a parent goes up to the principal and says, "My child's teacher is in porn," it's like seriously, a principal at this point just has to principal up, whatever, you know, man, woman up, and just say, really? And you would know this how. (laughs) That's all they have to say. And then it becomes a non-issue, and no one gives a shit. Because my skeevy brother told me. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying there's a workaround that it absolves the the complainer. Hey, dude, 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 you remember that Mrs. Where, Mrs. Blowever over at the school? Mrs. (laughs) Blowever? Is that a name? (laughs) 
<laughs> she's naked on the internet. It's like Varsity Blues. Oh my God, it's Miss Davis. <laughs> a 10. A fucking 10. Yeah, she's pretty. Oh, there are links here. She's on right now. <laughs> I don't think that's live. Hold on. It's, it's in th- chat. <laughs> it's probably here. Is that uh, the woman from the article you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. It's probably pre-recorded. No, I was on this earlier to see if this ask really works. Ask her I if she'll am sp- not typing a damn thing in there. <laughs> ask her if she'll sponsor the podcast. You pussy. <laughs> no. You're live on shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind answering a few questions for us? She'll Would probably like- make us pay. Would you like to meet Gronk? <laughs> Gronk say, okay. <laughs> Need summer school anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> So is this right, guy so here in case we try to sneak out earlier? Yeah, something? I needed a bodyguard. I, I called him over because you guys Because were... he wants to be in the best of, and this is how he's trying to intimidate <laughs> us. <laughs> Can you just, yes, yeah, stand up and stare at this guy over here and, and be menacing? <laughs> Tell him it's not too late to go back and just correct that. There was an obvious mistake in so your So what do you casting. want? You want... Tell me again what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to... I want to... I just think that my name should have been on there, like something like, hey, even though Alan wasn't in the podcast for the best of, he's still a good and active member of the show, something like that. Or just cast Alan. <laughs> but that would have been fine, too. Four letters. Maybe six. There you depending go. on how you spell it. Starring Alan as Sir does not appear in this film. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we got the counts, and I missed the counts, and they did a whole nother yeah, episode. It doesn't count as an episode. What doesn't it's count? It's the best of. doesn't count, does it? Yeah. I uh, see? Really? Yeah. He could have just saved himself by saying, no, it doesn't count, and counted it, and I would have been none the wiser. I have to be honest. That's true. I did cut down that apple tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do anything to him right now, Darren. It's okay. 